Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm very sick, but we have a very good show today. Very good show today. I'm so excited because we were joined by comedian Stephanie Morris, and together we talked about the dramatic Instagram Facebook outage from a couple days ago and what it could mean for influencer culture in the future. We talked about Couch Guide TikTok, of course, a little bit more about the Jake Gyllenhaal preparation before Red is re-released. And of course, we had to talk about Grimes and her fall reading of choice, which was a the Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx you know, fresh off of her breakup with uh, the world's second richest man. So, you know, we talked about that. And then in the beginning of the show, I also briefly talked about influencers like Acacia Kersey signing off for forever and what that could mean for the future of influencing. I think I used the sentence, the future of influencing twice in this intro. And for that, I deserve jail time. So anyway, stay tuned. It should be a good one. Hello. Hi. Okay. It's just me. It's just me in the beginning. Stephanie Morris will be on here in a second. She's so funny. I'm so excited for everybody to hear our conversation because she is so good. I only like recently just found her online and I'm pissed at myself that I haven't been following her for forever. She is so funny and uh, we hit it off really well. So hopefully she will come back. It will be so much fun. Um, But I'm here. I'm very sick. That's the reason why today's episode is a day late because yesterday I like my, my voice wasn't working and I needed to come up with an intro and today I still like sound like a smoker but it's a little bit better and I feel like I can come on get the episode out because the bummer about today's episode is we talked about things that are really only like relevant right now we talked about like the Instagram shutdown and stuff so if I waited any more time who would still even remember the Instagram Facebook shutdown of 2021 you know in a couple days the mind has ways of like blocking out trauma you know so we, we gotta, we gotta get this episode out. That's all I'm saying. So please forgive my voice. I am very sorry, but we're all, the aren't household is on the mend. Everybody's feeling better. So that's all good. Anyway, I did want to talk about something that I didn't have time to talk about the other day because as I was talking to Stephanie, like my voice was already like starting to give out. So I was like, all right, let's, let's rush through this. Um, but we need to talk about Acacia Brinley or Acacia, Acacia Kersey is what her name is now, but to me, in my heart, she'll always be Acacia Brindley because I've followed her for like the last freaking 10 years or even more than that. So if you guys are unfamiliar, I talked about it on the, I just want to chat Instagram page, this page this week. And there were a lot of questions. So there's this girl woman named Acacia Kersey, and she has a huge Instagram following. She has 2 million followers and she's been on the internet for a very long time. Like, I used to follow her on MySpace or, like, I was friends with her on MySpace or something. And she was, like, a top eight cutie. Like, she was a MySpace famous person. And she's a couple years younger than me, so that's, like, kind of horrifying. She's 23 now, so I don't even know how young she was when she was on MySpace. And then she was, like, Tumblr famous and then Instagram and Twitter and everything. I remember she was, like, one of the first people with a million followers on Instagram And, like, that was a huge deal. Like, there were, like, a couple celebrities, and then she hit a million followers. Taco Bell, I remember, like, they were obsessed with her, like, the Taco Bell social team. They were obsessed with her, and then, like, she did something that Taco Bell didn't agree with, and then they, like, dropped her. And then people were like, I'm not going to eat at Taco Bell anymore. Like, actual celebrities and stuff were like, they're being so mean to Acacia. She's had very many online internet scandals, including ones related to Taco Bell. Anyway, but she's been online for a long freaking time and her brand has kind of like changed and shifted throughout the years. She used to be kind of in like the 
Vans warped tour scene. Like all those bands really liked her, which again, creepy when you go back and look at the pictures, like because she was 15 hanging out with the guys from like All Time Low and like they're in love with her. And it's like, oh, she's 15. But she has been a beloved figure on the Internet for a very long time. And then her brand has kind of shifted because in the last couple of years she had some babies. She has three kids. She got engaged and then I'm pretty sure she got married. And she's kind of shifted her brand into more of like the, the mommy blogger influencer space. And she has like, you know, the, the typical mom partnerships on Instagram, 2 million followers. It's got to be a very lucrative gig for her. Um, one of her daughters has a medical issue. Her middle child has a medical issue and like, I'm not sure what it is because she hasn't disclosed it, which is fine. Like she shouldn't disclose it if she doesn't want to. I'm just saying that that's like why I'm not saying what the issue is anyway. And throughout the years she's been canceled multiple times. So like every six months or so, there's always something new that comes out. People online were like particularly mean about her daughter. She's had like CPS called on her multiple times. People like call her in for like medical neglect and all this stuff. It's, it's very dark and it's very bad. And then, like, sometimes the criticism that she receives is, like, very just because this final last, like, nail in the coffin console, consolation, cancellation um, was a couple months ago she got caught stealing somebody's presets, which I did not know was a thing, but she was DMing with this creator, I love your presets, blah, blah, blah. She takes them, she minorly tweaks them, and then she sells them on her site, like, through her Instagram and then makes like 15,000 bucks or something. I don't know how people found out that number, like how many she sold, but 15,000 bucks. And I think she gave the money to the girl ultimately or something. I don't even know how it ended, but that caused her to go off the internet for a while. But then she hops back on the internet a couple of days ago to announce that she's leaving, that she's done. She's not doing it anymore, which is so interesting. She writes... Hi everyone, it's been a few months since I've been on here, but I'm here to share some news with you. I'm leaving my role as influencer indefinitely. There are a plethora of reasons that have led me to this decision. This role has done an immense amount of damage to me, my relationships, my financial stability, and my view of the world. Fear of fear has been keeping me here for longer than I could admit. Fear of what could happen if I stop bringing in money. Fear of what I could even offer the world. Fear of who I am without this because it's all I've ever known. And then she has you know, a lot of other things, but basically it's like this pressure is unhealthy. It's not healthy for my family. It's not healthy for me. I'm done and I'm setting off. And I was shocked, not shocked because I mean, she hasn't been on the internet in a few months after the preset thing. And she has been like canceled so many times. So it really is kind of a, holy crap. I can't believe that she even like held on this long, you know, but I, I think it's really interesting, and I think that we are going to see this more and more often, where influencers are saying, you know, enough is enough. You know, because I feel like even if you're not, quote unquote, like problematic, living in a public space under scrutiny and stuff, even though the money is so good, it's got to be crippling, you know, at some point. Like, I... I have friends who are influencers and stuff, you know, and I've like kind of like worked in the space a little bit and just the normal 
questions and comments and stuff that people receive even when they're like not being problematic I know can be like super mentally taxing so I do wonder if we're going to see this happen more and more we did see it a little bit with Taza like she kind of restructured how her brand is going forward like from now on Erin from Cotton Stem remember a couple months ago she signed off because she was like hey guys I'm actually like losing all of my hair and I'm like losing weight rapidly and this is just like not like a healthy place for me to be anymore and um and just like with a few other influencers too like we've seen them just say you know like I'll pop in here and there like Nini dialogues she said that like I'm not blogging anymore but maybe I'll hop in from time to time sorry one of my children just walked in on me while I'm talking about influencers how dare they this is busy important stuff kids anyway but that kind of like brings out my thought or like you know puts a, a nice little bow on it do you guys think that we're going to see this more and more often? I think we will, especially with these people who have had online careers for a very long time. Taza's been online. She's like one of the OGs, you know? Amber Fillerup, she's been talking about how she's going to start like cracking down on the people that have been like hating on her kids and writing stuff on like Gomi and everything. How she plans on doing that, I'm not really sure, but you know, more power to her. More power to her. IP addresses are a thing, I guess, you know, go for it. But... I'm wondering if we're going to see the shift of the OG internet generation signing off. We're now like our our new group of OG influencers will be slightly newer. Does that sentence even make sense? Like, like I wouldn't consider like Rachel Parcell as like an OG influencer, you know, like I, I think she's like a little bit more like current than that. Current isn't the right word. But, like, she came after, like, the Tazas and after the Allison show and that kind of stuff. But will her internet generation be our new OGs? Because, like, this last group that have been on for the last, like, 10 years, 12 years, are starting to mentally say, like, I've had enough. Yes, I've made money. And, yes, this has been a really good thing for my family. But this is also not a good thing for my family anymore. And it's time to live a different way. Anyway, that's just, like, some food for thought. And we could just all think about it. And we could just all obsess about it for a while. If you have any thoughts, comment on today's Instagram post. That sounds like clickbait or like an engagement crap. But really, I do want to discuss it with people. Um, I'll make a post today and then let me know your thoughts about, you know, when is enough going to be enough for influencers and when will they decide? And again, I feel like that makes it sound cheap. Like, I feel like me even saying that cheapens their work. Because... Often, it's not as easy as just signing off, you know? Like, these influencers, more often than not, have teams and people on their payroll beneath them. And they're not just, like, shooting it from their hip. There's content calendars and there's content shoots. And it's it's really hard work. And it's hard work that's also being done in the public eye under scrutiny. And yes, it's lucrative. But when will the trade-off be be uh unfair I unfair is not even the right word guys I'm sick and I need to stop talking <laughs> anyway enjoy the rest of our show Stephanie is a delight she is so funny and I'm so sad that I've gone all these years not even knowing you know her greatness now I'm just glad that I know of her online and I'm not missing out anymore so I hope you guys all love our show today and we will be back next week on time gosh dang it and hopefully cold free and everything will be great. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. 
One more disclaimer. I'm so sorry. The audio quality today isn't amazing. I didn't put ads on the show because of that. So, but Stephanie will make up for it. She's so funny. Okay, bye. All right, everybody. I am so excited. I'm so happy because we have Stephanie Morris with us today. Stephanie Morris Comedy at Stephanie Morris Comedy is here with us and we have a lot to talk about. Stephanie, hello. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I recently just became internet acquainted with Stephanie and she has this one video that I just found on her Instagram of her (laughs) giving birth and Santa comes in and like visits and I laughed so hard. That was, it it was, it was, uh, yeah. What day was your child born? She was born on December 22nd. Do, should I just like start off by telling that story? and People can get like the vibe of my life. Yes, but wait, my daughter was born on December 22nd and they brought like Santa into the NICU. Okay. And I was like, hi, so- old man. This is my <laughs> tiny infant that's like sick. Get away. I, oh, I'm sorry, babe. That's so crazy because my daughter that was born on December 22nd was born with a birth effect that we didn't know she was going to have. Oh, and wow. so she, yeah. So that's crazy. We both had like. Parallel lives. Sick babies. Piper didn't have any birthday. Anyway, please tell the story. It's sad that I guess it's sad we had sick babies together. Around Christmas time, it sucked. Anyway, (laughs) it was such a beautiful experience. Um, no, so I was in labor, and while I was like towards the end of my labor laboring, the nurses were showing me like these little outfits that people had made for the babies born during Christmas. And it was like a little Santa hat or a little elf hat, like these cute little things. I'm like, we can put your baby in this when she comes out. I'm like, great. Awesome. I'm trying to give birth right now. Mm-hmm. And so I birth said child and um, immediately they start saying, do you want to see Santa? Do you want to see Santa? And I'm thinking they're asking me, do you want us to put her in her Santa hat? Because like she hadn't been cleaned off. She hadn't been wrapped up. Nothing. Nothing has happened yet. I haven't even delivered deliver my placenta yet. This is how quickly. <laughs> And so I'm like, sure, like, I don't care. And I'm looking at my mom, who's um, like closest to the window, like she's on the other side of the room away from the door. So my back is facing the door of my hospital room. And I hear a jingle bell, like a ching, 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 jingle, jingle. And my mom's eyes get huge. And I just say to my mom, what the hell is happening right now? And she goes, okay, just please don't freak out. That's all she says to me. And I turn around and there's a Santa Claus. My legs are still in the stirrups. My, I remember my doctor throwing a blanket over my legs and he comes, he comes right to me with like these crushed candy canes. He tries to give me, I have so many, the pictures in the video, I think I only use two pictures. I have so many photos of this happening Um, because my little sister was there and she thought it was hilarious. So she made sure to document the whole thing. Um, And he was like trying to pass me. So that like the, have you seen those pictures of like the sick children in the hospitals and they're like with Santa Claus and they're visiting Santa and it's supposed to be like, have you seen those? That's what, that was the moment he was trying to recreate with me. And he keeps trying to touch me. And like the photos are like literally trying to shove Santa out of my face. And um, then he goes over to like the little bed my baby's in and just picks up my baby and goes and sits on the couch with my baby. And I was able to, I had, they I had passed me. lost my mind. They had passed her to me real quick before he came in. Like I did skin to skin with her real fast, but then there was something wrong. So they took her away. And then, um, my husband hadn't even held her yet. Like that's how quickly he came in. My husband hadn't even held the baby yet. Sorry, baby. So Santa I, is your dad now. He I has, was just, he has first I, 
<laughs> I always say like, so I, I think technically that means Santa's the father. Um, and my husband is such a sweet, sweet man. And he was just like, what do I do? Like, he's like, he's, he's just flabbergasted as well. And the nurses are taking pictures of Santa and my baby. And, um, finally my doctor says out loud, he's like, has the dad held the baby yet? And my husband's like, no, I haven't held the baby yet. And my doctor's like, okay, Santa's got to go. Like we need to say goodbye to Santa. And he am shocked, but he wouldn't leave. Like he wanted to stick around and keep taking pictures with me. I'm still in my hospital bed. Like I, like I have, like, I haven't even gotten up to take the poop on the toilet. They make you take, like, I was still like freshly birthed the baby and, um, he wouldn't leave. And so they finally get him out. And then one of the doctors, like who let that man in here? And one of the nurses is like, he came off the street and asked to see the new baby. So I let him in. Are you so thing kidding me? Anybody listening right now, if you've ever wanted to steal a baby, dress as Santa and they'll 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 walk in and hand you a baby. No questions asked. <laughs> That's horrifying. And he was so he was so gross. Like he was not he wasn't even like a sweet Santa. He was so disgusting. So bad. Oh my gosh. And like, okay, I'm assuming that this happened like pre-COVID. But still, yes, yes, yes. This was uh, my daughter will be five in December. <gasps> Same birthday as my December twenty second baby. That Stephanie. is so. <laughs> Where were these children born? Mine was born in Orem in Utah. Yours was probably born in Arizona. Yeah, my baby is in Arizona. That is so weird. That is so. Oh my goodness, weird. what time was your baby born? What time was my baby? Born? Uh, I can't even remember. I, Four o'clock. I can't yeah. even. I was. I don't. Because I was just about to say like around four p.m. The only thing, the only (laughs) difference between these two girls is that Santa is the father of one of them. Yes. Santa didn't violate your child within three minutes of her birth. But like, I know that it was pre-COVID, but the fact that they let anybody like in there, I I do photography and I like, I recently just went to a birth and I, again, like, I know it's COVID, but they were so anal about me, like being in there. And I was like, no, it's okay. I've had babies before. Like, I know, like, not to touch the brand new newborn baby, like, before you, like, wipe the vernix off of it. Like, I understand I'm not an idiot. And they were so concerned about me being in there. No, he went right in. And, like, his gloves were, like, covered in, like, gray lint. Like, they, like, they weren't clean. I'll just remember. And I remember his hair was gray not white and he was he had his hat on but the hair was long in the back and he was sweaty so it was like doing like that curly like curl up from being moist like those are the little things I remember about this man because he was so and he he didn't speak a word he didn't say a single word the whole time well everyone happy October there's a spooky story to that's my spooky story my More goodness. Of the story. Don't invite Santa to your hospital room. Not D- just in case anybody was considering it, maybe don't. All no, right. it was wild. Well, now I was about to have like the cheesiest um, trans- transition of all time. Okay, and let's hear so it. I'm just gonna roll with it now that I've like, okay. prefaced that it's like a horrible transition. Now that Instagram <laughs> is back up, everybody should go to add Stephanie Morris comedy <laughs> and go check out that hilarious video. Um, yes, now that the world is healed and the earth is healed and Instagram's running again. My goodness. Okay. So many thoughts. As you guys all know, I was about to like be like, 
in case you didn't know, everybody knows. Everyone knows. Today, Everyone knows. Facebook and Instagram and every Facebook owned app was down. For like seven hours, right? Yeah. The reason is very, um, like, like we don't really know the reason, like they've said some excuses. Some other people have said excuses. There was like this random point, like an hour before it like got fixed where there was this like huge rumor on Twitter where it was like, Facebook has actually gone forever. They deleted part of yes. the code and like everyone yes. left. And like, I saw um, like threads of people being like, the last pictures of my dad were on there. It's like, first of all, back up your photos. Second of all, I mean, there's bigger fish to fry. Because I was also thinking, I saw this tweet from AOC and it was um, it was just talking about how like in Latin America, they all just use WhatsApp. Like that's how they text. Yes. And, like that's how they communicate. Yes. And like WhatsApp was down. So then like nobody can communicate down there or like anybody that uses WhatsApp, but like it's like predominantly used down there. Yeah, yeah. And so first of all, personal, personal story. So like I work in social media and I'm addicted to it, but my daughter, my kids have been like sick for the last little bit. And my daughter, I had to like take her to the hospital this morning because she had like a one of four fever and she's just like a little baby. I mean, she's one, she just turned one, but I had to like take her in. And I was like, so stressed out about work. And I'm like texting my boss. And I'm like, Hey, like, gotta take Rooney to the hospital like I'm gonna be like pretty touch and go today and then she just sends me a link saying that like hey Facebook is down I was like I've been touched by an angel no that was the Lord looking out for you that was that was that was the Lord looking out I think that the worldwide um shortage of like the one thing in the world that keeps the world connected to each other going down was to help me out um yeah I mean the Lord Jesus looks after his little ones and and like and in yeah. that moment, your child needed Instagram to be down. So you would get off your phone and take care of her. I definitely wouldn't have taken care of her otherwise. Like that is for sure. Sorry, Rooney. Go like suck on an ice cube or something. Get your fever down. You're fine. By the way, closure. She's fine. She has pneumonia, but she has bacterial oh, pneumonia, poor baby. which poor I guess baby. is better. Like when they said okay. she has bacterial pneumonia, I said, okay, this is a podcast. So you can't see my facial expressions because that's not how this medium works. But no. I was like, wide-eyed open mouth like what and then they're like but it's just bacterial pneumonia it's okay if it was viral pneumonia it'd be like concerning but bacterial pneumonia like we'll just clear it up with some antibiotics this means that it's not COVID. everything is good and like okay anyway so i was very blessed that it was down and also it gave me some good tiktok time yes i saw everybody ran to tiktok tiktok or twitter i i ran to twitter because I had to cleanse myself of TikTok a few months ago. I, I, you know, the first, the first part of um, recovery is admitting you have a problem and mm-hmm. your girl had a problem. And so I, I, I had to walk away. I've <laughs> noticed like, that like my eyeballs at the end of the night, like legitimately hurt. And it's because I've integrated so much TikTok into my life. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've been rewatching Succession, which is like one of the best shows ever made. Love Succession. And it feels like such an accomplishment when I finish one episode. Like it feels like I just like finished reading like King Lear or something. Like it feels like I finished a huge novel by just watching one episode of TV instead of like 40 one minute clips. Yes. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I couldn't. And then, and I, I, there, there was, 
And I think there've been all these sides of TikTok that were just, oh, cringy. And I'm like, I, I can't with the diagnosing everybody with ADHD because like, I can't, I can't. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, I know. I, yeah. I feel like TikTok, we'll get to TikTok in a minute, but I feel like okay. it has been a, an odd place lately, a funny place. And the place that has been like, you know. I think uh, we needed, I needed the couch. We needed the boy on the couch. We needed that. Yes, we will get to him. We will get to him okay. and his misdeeds. But I was also thinking about like this element of holy smokes, all these influencers that we look up to and like small businesses and like shops and stuff, their life is literally hanging by balance. Oh yeah, oh yeah. On the side that you, could just go down. Can I tell you what I thought? And I don't want to be judged for this. I mean, I'll probably judge you for whatever you say tonight, but I don't want to be judged. Um, That's fair. uh, uh, So when this happened, I, I, mind you, my Instagram and Facebook is covered with like pictures of the day, like little captions about the day my child was born and first day of school and, and you know what I mean? Like special things. And all I could think about was I just finally got like the coolest follower ever. And now I'm going to lose it all. And that's all I could think of. I was okay. how I meant to mention this in the beginning too when I was introducing <laughs> you. Tell tell them who it is. Who started following you and for what purpose? I mean, like you're you're Car- great, so that's the purpose. But is there another? Um, Cardi B's dentist follows my. Um, co- I have two Instagrams and my comedy one. He follows, and I literally was like, I like I have Cardi B's dentist following me, and now it's going to shut down. Like now things are finally happening for me. <laughs> is, is, this, is this the notorious dentist that fixed her teeth? Like, you know, in uh, Bodak Yellow, when she goes, got okay. to fix oh. my teeth. Is this let me, let, or woman? So, I don't know. So I, I um, performed at um, a cosmetic dentist convention on Saturday. And the guy before me was this dentist and he was up there. And I think his whole purpose was talking, his lecture was like working with different people. And he like casually mentions fixing Cardi B's teeth and how Cardi B speaks and like how he asked her a question and how she would respond. It was like, it was like a funny antidote. And then he talked about like, because, but because she's so like such a star, he's not allowed to show like the office photos because she's not made up. So he's not like, contractly she, he's not allowed to show them so instead he shows like her like picture of like her her yearbook picture and then a picture of her at, like the VMA is kind of a deal and anyways I get up and so I'm like I'm starstruck I'm like this how in the hell am I in the same room with Cardi B's dentist right now so then I get up and the first thing I said was he's like this little Indian man and I'm like where's Cardi B's dentist and he raised his hand I was like you do know she raps about you right and I wrapped the whole verse. <laughs> I was like, got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you hose no, it ain't cheap. I'm like, that's you, my guy. That's you. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing else to say. I've done my, like, like, what I else do you say? To what say. Else do you, like, I don't even know. You've acknowledged him. I, what if, I, I was, greatness I was, recognized greatness. And then you can, yeah, game, game recognizes game. And, uh, so then I did my set or whatever. And then he, by the time I was done, I got back to my car and he had followed me on Instagram and had DM'd me. Ooh. So I know. So not only does he follow me on Instagram, but now we have DM'd each other. Now you I guys just... are like close personal friends. I, 
this is, he literally said, if you're ever in San Diego, message me and I'll go out of my way to meet you, like meet up with you. That Quote unquote. Incredible. Cardi B's dentist. Name a cooler, a cooler hookup. Like there's no, there's no, nobody cooler you can be connected to. I, just, I mean, one may argue Cardi B herself, but I mean, but you know, I, but like Cardi B doesn't have the ability to give you veneers. He does. No, you know? like, no. And my, no. one of my life's goals is to get veneers. Like, I'm like, okay, like once like my kids like grow up a little bit, I could like, you know, distribute money in a different way. I'm getting it. Yeah. And I'm like, and then my Instagram caption, if it's still around, but like, you know, today has proven that like, it probably won't be. Instagram yeah, yeah. captions gotta be got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope, hope everybody, cause I have to censor, you know, hope everyone knows it wasn't cheap, but that's also tacky. So I don't know. But anyway, I was, no, thinking, I mentioned, I, 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 I will say how disappointed I am that not one dentist offered me free veneers. They all, they all DM'd me. Let me know how funny I was. And not a single one of me offered me free veneers. And I really thought I was going to get offered free veneers. I really did. And that, that's how big my, that's how big my head is. <laughs> so I'm going to walk away with free teeth. I think you so just need to go rich. on. You have to go on the dentistry convention circuit. You no, and I, I got up there and I, I told them all my sad dental stories. And I was like, listen, guys, my mouth is bad. Like this is bad. And nobody cared to fix them, which I just felt was really rude but that is horrible but that's and all I could think of when it went down no that's all I could think of when it went down it was like I finally have like the holy grail of followers and it's all over for what it's I just so sad. well like I just keep thinking that okay so whenever I think about influencers I I obviously think about the money of it all you know yes I, like there's so much money good on them you know it's I think people don't like realize how like much work has to be put into it and like a lot of times these people have like big teams etc but the fact that it's all hanging on a thread and like some people have like secondary products or they have like a blog or something but like if Instagram goes down for a full day they lose so much money and then I just keep thinking about all these mega mansions that influencers are buying which again, good on them. Yeah. By like the how house, long this. until we move on to something else? And will these influencers that are big on Instagram be able to convert over to whatever the new platform is? Because remember when like blogs were all the rage? Yeah. The how many survived fa- that transfer? Yeah. Not the most famous many. bloggers didn't transition well to Instagram. It was like yeah. a younger generation. Very few, like a handful of them, like were able to transition well over to Instagram and like keep making that money. So I don't know. I feel like I've just had so many questions today and the, like, everybody's just been thinking like, okay, what's going to be next? Instagram is like pushing reels so much, but like reels like don't really do well, but like people are just yeah. like, about crappy content because they have to in order to keep their engagement and blah, blah, blah. But like, nobody's enjoying it. Like, I don't, I don't stop and love any reel of like a girl dancing with her husband to like choreography to the Backstreet Boys or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy it but I recognize yeah. that they have to do it, you know, sometimes. They're yeah. Fine, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what's next? And I mean, of course, like the joke of it all is like, Oh, I wonder what the Instagram influencers are doing today. Like when Instagram is down, like that's low hanging fruit. Like that's like a low hanging fruit joke. And it's just like kind of dumb. Yes. Yes. But it does pose a real question. Like, I don't know. 
It made no, me very if worried. Yeah, if that's your livelihood and that's your job, and then it's like, you know, you worked at the local Target and you went to work and Target had burnt down to the ground. Like, what, what are you, you going to do? It's not there anymore. That was your job. It just, it was concerning. Anyway, it's back up, but it was the a worst, glorious seven hours. It was a good way to spook everybody for Halloween. And I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg will recoup his... Uh, his investment. Do you think he even knew? I, he probably was like, what? What's down? What do I own? Well, well, I think like the whole conspiracy is that last night there was a 60 minutes like, expose about Facebook yes. where like a whistleblower went on and was like, I have 10,000 documents proving how like messed up Facebook has been. And I'm like airing it all out right now. But also is anybody surprised by any of that? Absolutely not. No. Like, and yeah, part of me is like, you're not saying like, anything nobody already thinks. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. And I don't know how much I believe in the conspiracy, but oh my goodness, I just keep coming up with really bad transitions. And like, they're, it's fine. The next one it's is fine. I'm the, the next. Cause I was going to say, <laughs> but the conspiracy that I am interested in is Couch Boy. <laughs> but oh gosh, Couch Boy. Okay couch guy okay can I can I first off can I say something because you had messaged me like this is a topic we're going to talk about and of course I'd already kind of knew what couch guy was even though I'm not on TikTok so I did my due diligence and I went and I I did my research and I watched all like the conspiracy theories on it and I love the remakes of them oh my gosh the remakes are amazing the remakes are the best part the remakes are that have you seen the wedding one yes and I'm like on her wedding day. oh yeah, the wedding one was it. so good. Um, no, so I feel like there's one thing nobody's talking about. And that is the reaction of his boys. If you watch the guys in that room, mm-hmm. they know exactly what is up. And they have played a prank on their, on their number one guy. And they knew that this was not going to go well. I, if you watch all of their faces, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's just, yeah, we, he got caught. I think a big takeaway like along those lines is that every single person in that room is like not good for each other no and couch couch boy should not be dating that girl like he's or like she should not be dating him couch boy's friends set him up couch boy like those girls on there or whatever they didn't even have like the wherewithal to pull off something casually yes and they they were they did not they looked like the looks they were giving her were not kind. And also like 16 year old, uh, Shep, who that, that is me. I am Shep. 16 year old Shep, like ha- found herself in those situations often thinking this guy really likes me like secretly. And when I see that and I'm like, Oh honey, I've, I've so much to teach you. <laughs> like, I, this is not what you think it is. And right. I could, I, I, I can save you from this because nobody saved me from it. And I look back at like cringy moments from high school thinking, oh no, he actually likes me. He just doesn't want to show everybody. And no. just like her little cute optimistic bounce on the way in. And like the fact that she posted the video. That's oh, with it. the she, like, song, not- with the song is, no. And okay, so I did, like I made a TikTok about it. And like one of the funniest parts of it is like, you just know that Ellie Golding has got to be like shocked that like her song played out this way. You know, like she could have never yes. imagined it'd be like used for this. And so it's like so memefied 
Yeah. When she wrote it for Bridget Jones's Jones's baby, she could have never imagined that like it would no. it would no. end this way. But, no, the yeah. song will never be the same. The song is not never gonna recover. The song will never recover. And someone commented on my TikTok and they're like, the song was my wedding song. And I'm like, I'm oh, so no. sorry. But then Man. again, I also don't like my wedding song because I impulsively chose Wanted by Hunter Hayes um, as my wedding oh. song. It was supposed to be Such okay. Great Heights, which was like one of my favorite love songs of all time. And I was excited. And then my husband and I are like driving after just getting married over to our reception. And like, we had like convinced each other, like it, like it came up on like a wedding day playlist. I'm like, this should be our first dance song. And we got married summer of 2015 and it was everybody's first dance song. Yeah. And I don't even yeah. like the song. Yeah. You were just right on a high. You were, you, yeah, you, you can't be blamed for what you do the moments after you get married. You can't, you can't hold, you, you can't hold you accountable for those things. Thank you. I'll have to learn to give myself more grace, but you need to give your most, yourself more grace on that for sure. Anyway, but like, so I am, I do love all like the reenactments and I'm good with a few breakdown videos, but I'm getting, I don't know if this was before or after you like gave up on TikTok, but in the beginning of 2020 or the beginning of 2021, how long has driver's license been out? 2021, right? Oh yeah. 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 I came yeah. up this year. In the yeah. beginning of 2021, when driver's license license came out, everybody thought it was so funny to make basically the same joke on TikTok, where it's like, I'm a millennial and I'm talking about Olivia Rodrigo. And it's like, their setup would be, so there's this guy named Joshua Bassett. And then you got to know about Sabrina Carpenter. And then you got to know about this and this and this. And they were on the high school musical together. And like, they're like trying to explain the parts. Those same exact people, the Venn diagram of the people making those jokes back in the day. And like, they're making the same videos where they're like, I'm a millennial. Now I'm talking about couch boy TikTok. I don't know how I ended up on here. And then they explain the couch boy thing. Everyone needs to yeah. stop with those videos. This is the no, official the, the, call to action. Stop it. The millennial hate needs to stop. I, I what, what did we ever do to anybody? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Like, no. I, I, I went through puberty in low-rise rise, low jeans. I've paid my dues to society. I deserve better than this. I, I think I'm like a millennial cusp. So I'm 26. Okay. I was born in 95. Okay. I don't know where that puts me. Yes, you're like in the weird, I don't know where I belong. Like, I think where that like I am the year where it changes over. I am... No, because it changes over. I think it's 2001. Let me see. Oh, like 2000. What ages are... Sorry, guys. I know it's horrible to like Google. Okay. Millennial generation is typically defined as being born between 1981 and 1996. So I was the last So you are. You're right. Okay. So I am true-blooded, 100% millennial. I was born in 1988. I'm 33. I am like in the thick of it. Um, and I just, I just think we deserve better. I just do. I mean, I, I don't want good things for you and your people. You Thank you. Your people. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I, there needs to be more awareness on this. Mm -hmm. And um, I would, I, I, I hope to use my platform for that. I, I think that you're off to a great start. Real quick, Thank while we're talking about TikTok, this is a transition that only really means anything to me, but okay. Earlier this week, Jake Gyllenhaal made a 
heinous um, clout, clout grabby comment. He knows that the red re-release is about to come out, you know? Yes. And every week or so he's in the press and he's saying something stupid, you know? So that hopefully there's enough SEO when like the red re-record comes out where he'll be able to, you know, like redeem himself a little bit. Yeah. This week he says, women are superior to men in various ways, including developing a sense of morality earlier than men. It has only just just hit me that I won't live forever. And then I made a TikTok that said, tell me that Taylor Swift is about to re-release an album where she accuses you of taking her scarf and her virginity without telling me blah, blah, blah. You know, like that, that format. Yeah. And the Swifties were mad for multiple reasons. Why? You're like standing up for Taylor. Yeah, but they were, first of all, they're like, don't talk about her virginity that way. And now it's time to have a frank talk about Taylor Swift and what we're allowed to do with her lyrics. Taylor Swift has invited the fans into her life since the beginning. This has been her marketing angle since day one. She has always said, I'm writing about the things that happened to me in my life. Until she started saying that she isn't doing that with folklore and evermore, you know? Yes. She yes, always yes, said, yes. read my lyrics, look through my lyric books. I'm going to put hidden messages in the lyric books that will tell you which every song is about, like what every song is yes. about. Yes. And in the Red album, not even like to be a perv, but if you read Taylor's lyrics as if they are art, which I agree that they are, number one Swift, number one Swifty in the world. Love her. If you read her lyrics, like they are art, like this is like 11th grade English and you're reading The Great Gatsby and you're going line by line, trying to find meaning, there are many allusions to losing your virginity in the Red Album. Okay, okay. Track number one, up in our rooms and our slates are clean. And treacherous, basically the whole song I feel like is about doing it, you know? Yeah. And in All Too Well, when it's a, like- those plaid shirt nights when you made me your own. The scarf reminds you of innocence and it smells like me. You know, there's many illusions. So one yes. who is somebody who is analyzing her lyrics as a whole, like I'm not just speaking out of my butt here. Mm-hmm. It's fair to assume that she's referring to virginity because yeah. she's, and like whether or not you think that's a social construct or not, whatever. But I'm just saying this is how I am, you know, digging into it. Yeah, and many Swifties were mad. They were very mad at me, and they're like, "This is so gross." But is it? Is it really gross? No, I don't think you're referring to her virginity as more as much as you are and referring like to Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's behavior about taking her virginity. Does that make yeah. sense? And I feel like I, if I like regret one thing about like my words on there, because like the video, like a hundred and something thousand people have seen it at this point. Uh-oh. And and if I regret one thing, it's saying the word taking because, all right, whatever. Okay, yeah. An earlier draft said stole her scarf and her virginity. And I was like, oh no, he didn't steal anything. I'm sure there was consent, whatever. But then, mm-hmm. so then I said take, but I don't even know if that was that much better. But anyway, people are getting so angry about this, but she has invited her brand since day one was grow up with me listen to my lyrics, 
I'm going to write them all out. Here's what happens in my life. Go into the album booklet and find out everything that's happening in my life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like super fair. Same with people who are like, when she drops all her Easter eggs, I don't know. How into the Taylor Swift fan community are you? Um, I am a big fan. I bought every one of her albums. I'm a big fan of her music, but I'm not like a, like I let everybody else do the work. And then I just let everyone else tell me what it all means. I'm so jealous of that energy because every single time (laughs) there's a, she's releasing the 10th album. She's re-releasing this on this day. I always fall for it every single time. Yeah, no, I let everybody else do the work and then I just lay back, listen to music and then read all the theories and just, yeah. Very jealous of that. In April, when people thought that she was going to be releasing Woodvale and like all of the signs pointed to it, literally everything pointed to it. And I was in a Taylor Swift group, of course, because I'm in a million Facebook groups. People were like, everyone needs to stop being so upset with Taylor that we didn't get anything this day. Because I was thinking, like, she should have at least went on and acknowledged, or, like, she knew that this was the biggest thing. It was, like, the number one trending topic on Twitter. Yeah, she knew everybody was thinking this. I agree. She could have called off the dogs because her whole brand for forever has been, I'm going to leave you hints and Easter eggs, and I'm going to leave little breadcrumbs for my fans. You guys put the the puzzle together. So if you make that your whole brand, then you're accountable for what your fan base does. Of course, yeah. not to like an extreme extent, but if you're seeing that's like the number one trending topic in the world that you're going to release an album when you're not going to do it, just hop on your Instagram and be like, hey guys, would be cool, but nope, carry on with your life. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, sorry for the rant, but I did just no. post two videos you're on TikTok um, explaining what every song on Red is about because a lot of people were also saying, no, those songs aren't even about Jake Hall, and yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm an oh, expert yeah, on very few are. things in this world. They're about him. Go listen to the videos. That sounds like clickbait. Maybe it is. I don't know. But are these are go. these are these individuals people who were even like, you know, not wearing a diaper at the time of the Jake Gyllenhaal Taylor Swift era? I like think, how young. I think that these are certified Swifties, and I would put. Certified because I feel like I feel the, like there's a difference between being a certified Swiftie and being somebody who actually watched the Taylor Swift Jake Gyllenhaal era. I would you know put what I mean? certified Swifties in the 17 to 30 range, which would mean okay, it was 10 years ago, so like the youngest yeah, was they, seven, so they weren't really yeah, they still in weren't it. like yeah, because I like, remember. Not to use the word folklore all willy-nilly because of the connection, but like there's enough Taylor Swift folklore out there where you know what what her history is, even if you didn't live it. Wasn't there wasn't there a time where Maggie Gyllenhaal talked about Taylor Swift leaving her scarf at her house? Do yeah, you remember but of that? course. Yeah, it was on Watch What Happens Live. And of course she acts like she like doesn't know what they're talking about. She's like, I've never Yeah, but then she sings this. about this. Yeah, and then she sings about the scarf and yeah, you can't, no, yeah, you're, you're, you are right. If you're looking for validation, you have it from me. That That is what I was doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm always looking for validation, but especially on my own podcast. Thank there you, you go. So well, now, now you have it. I did put as a brief um, aside that Britney is free, but I have to admit, I'm not really the person to refer to for free Britney information. 
I think I just yeah I just know her dad's no longer like and she's still under the conservatorship but her dad's not in the control of it anymore so I don't think yeah. he's making any money off her he can't spend her money he can't decide what she's doing none of that other people like whoever else is on the conservatorship can but he can't I think he still has like his finger in all of the pies of like her sub oh for sure I don't think he's gone for sure yeah yeah, yeah. like I think he still has access to money he still has like all these things but as of right now he's gone but it's like it seems like they're all kind of trying to jump ship very quickly I still need yes. to know who's running the Instagram okay I was just gonna say because we agree she's not writing her own Instagram right but people close to her have come out and said that they are that she is I don't know I I here's the deal there's some of those videos where I don't feel like she knows she's being filmed and it makes me feel dirty like I'm like I feel yeah. like I'm watching something that she doesn't know was filmed like when she's I was watching this dancing. whole conspiracy theory about her dancing in the foyer and they were talking about like how high the camera is and everything mm-hmm. and that like she thinks she's just dancing in front of a mirror that's like but there's a hidden camera and it's, that's why she's never really focused on the camera and that's why she's always at that like weird exact spot because that's where the mirror is located and that's where she watches herself dance Mm-hmm. same thing with like they put po- she posted videos of herself in a bathroom the other day it did not feel like she knew she was being filmed it was just weird and I'm like there's something about this that makes me feel like I'm watching something I shouldn't be does that make sense yeah I I've never been I haven't followed the free Britney movement too closely so I'm not okay. that up to date on like all the conspiracies I do follow house and habit against my better judgment pretty much and I do see her theories and stuff I take them with a grain of salt because they're often wild. But yeah. I think we could all just say that we wish her the best. And I hope, oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope that she Our just queen. gets like unplug, get married to that dude. Oh, um, it's kind of funny. A couple months ago when I was talking about Free Britney and Britney Spears on the podcast. And I was talking about this guy, the Sam sorry i need to pull up his last name her boyfriend yeah her now fiance yes and i was talking to whoever i was talking to and i was like guys he's a legitimate actor like i googled him and it says that he was on hacks hacks is like a really popular show right now like i didn't know that he was a legitimate actor and then i found out he just played like a male model in the background of hacks so i was on this podcast a couple weeks ago being like guys he's a legitimate actor we didn't know this like he's actually out there working like He's on Hacks is like a super popular show right now. No, no. Um, he he was a background male model on the show Hacks. Uh, so that's what, that's the kind of a uh, great reporting you guys are getting from me. That, that, that's how much you guys should pay attention to anything we say. Yes. Anyway, we have one more thing to quickly discuss. And that's the Grimes photo shoot. Have you seen the photos? Yes. Can I just say, I feel like Grimes is Bjork if she was a Gen Zer. She wants to be Bjork so bad. She wants to be Bjork and she's Bjork for Gen Z. Like that's who she is. I don't think that's why, I honestly think that's why nothing she does is is interesting to me. Cause I'm like, this was already done in the nineties. Like this is not new. I feel like she really- she really started to lose me when she made that video about communism on TikTok. And then in the background, Elon Musk is like, hey, babe, did you see the price of Bitcoin today? Like just to like manipulate the market. 
and she like still posts yes up. yes I it's it, and then like her the the Lulu row leggings she was wearing like all of it was weird all of it was weird I just I just I I, I Feel like and she also she was not reading that book she was not reading that book she was reading the book in the same way that I used to read books to look like I was interested in high school she was not reading that book well and she's come out and said that she was just trolling everybody like she knew that yeah she, it was a prop we were following her but like is that like really even the energy that we want to be putting out in the world and just I don't I and well did you see that they're calling it a semi-separation mm-hmm. like she's like I still live with Elon which is not as a, it's not as annoying as the conscious uncoupling that Gwyneth Paltrow gave us mm-hmm. how many years ago, but it is it's still like and I'm sure on. she could still live with him and like never see him for weeks because I'm sure there's yeah. things of the house. Uh, but you know, girl know how she knows how to secure a bag. She she had his baby and she's gonna be fine. She, well, and I just get, I don't understand. Like I know that she was very well connected in Hollywood. She was very con- well connected came from a lot of family money she has like ties to like steve buscemi or something oh okay so, so when she came up she she already had like an ingrained star power right and these people yeah. like looked at her as like a cultural alternative icon they put her in fashion campaigns and stuff like when she just had like one ep out name me one grime song other than the one uh, that she I, does I, with Jan- janelle monet no one can. I don't, I, no one can do I it. I can't. I can't tell you anything about her, but that she had Elon Musk's baby and she's bizarro. Like I've seen her. I saw her at Coachella once. Now I don't even know if it was like her own set or if like she just came out for somebody else's. But it was like mm-hmm. just like high pitched, whiny voice over like a techno beat. Yeah, Bjork. She's she's basically like she's. I don't know. I don't find her interesting at all. I don't find her. I, I think she tries way too hard to to draw attention to herself i'm not a fan i'm not a fan not a fan i and i don't know enough about the situation to be like a huge elon musk hater like i don't i have my strengths reading into the ills of capitalism and like how corrupt billionaires are and stuff like just isn't one of them like that's like not yeah a place i've dove into you know my psyche so (laughs) i don't even like hate her for being with Elon Musk or no yeah anything like that but it's just all wish her the best someone unplug her router we don't need it no we don't need it we don't need it especially on a day like today when we had Instagram and Facebook down we didn't need this added we didn't need this added stress and stress and confusion it is we didn't need it it's all too much anyway today's episode was pretty short and sweet because Nothing like too big happened in the pop culture world, but I am so grateful that Stephanie came on and came and chat chatted with us. Love to use the, to integrate the word chat into my conversation for brand integration reasons, but (laughs) Stephanie, can everybody, can you tell everyone where to find you online? Um, so my, so I'm a stand-up comedian. I don't even think we've even said that yet. Do we even say that yet? I did say like Stephanie get... Morris comedy, but I didn't want to talk about the stand-up. So where do you yeah. play and like, where can people find you? So my Instagram handle is Stephanie Morris comedy. Um, I'm all over Arizona right now. I did a gig in California over the summer, but 
my goal is to get to Utah. I'm hoping to like book a few shows in Utah so I can do a couple clubs in one weekend instead of just doing like one show. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm all over, if you're in Arizona, I'm all over the East Valley. Like this, actually this weekend, I'll be at um, Stir Crazy Comedy Club all weekend long. Um, like I just did a whole weekend with Jamie Kennedy and um so cool yeah that was really 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 cool that was very cool um but yeah where are the comedy clubs in salt lake i have no idea i couldn't tell you i know there's one um i can't think of it is it bridge broadway broadway comedy is that sound familiar broadway maybe so i live in vegas now so oh you don't live in utah i thought you were in utah no, I'm Utah adjacent. I used to be in Utah. Oh. And then we've lived in Vegas for about five years now. This whole yeah. time I thought I was talking to a human being in Utah. This is weird. No, um, no. Very, very odd for you. It's very Your whole very perception odd. of me has now changed. I'm having to like shift everything. Um, yeah. So what were we talking about? Oh, so Utah. I think it's either like Bridge Comedy Club or Broadway. It's something like that that um I would like to get a booking at but um no I've been doing it for it'll be a year this October 22nd is my like comedy birthday that is amazing look at everything that you've accomplished holy moly yes it's been an insane year. year it's been an insane year it's been an insane year for sure I've um I mean I I I I I it's wild to me that I get paid to do it. Every time they write me a check, I'm like, this is so stupid that people pay me to do this. Like, oh, it's you deserve still, it. You earned it. It's you're, still you're so wild boss, to me. You're a boss babe, comedy babe. You need to own, Don't. own your truth, Stephanie. You're a boss babe, comedy. I babe. feel like you just cursed my entire career by calling me a boss babe. I'm so sorry. That's I need it. to go like a sage the house with a burrow, Yeah, that's like the kiss of death. Leggings exactly um yeah so no I yeah I used to comedy I'm performing every weekend and if you especially if you're in Arizona then yeah you can definitely catch me um and I always post where I'm going I will post everywhere um that you are online um and where they could find you on Instagram and Stephanie oh I guess I'm on Twitter too and you're on Twitter okay perfect I forgot I'm on Twitter I will post your app what's your app it's the same thing. I believe it's Stephanie Moore's comedy. Rad, I'm like 99% easy. sure. Love it. Yeah. Um, I will yeah. post that in today's show notes. And Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on. And everybody, thank, thank you so much you. for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. And you can find us on Instagram at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Find us on TikTok. I'm paying more attention to TikTok lately. So if you want more content, it's on there at I Just Want to Chat podcast. And also join our Facebook group. Fun things are still happening in there. Um, and for that, again, you just search Ice One Chat Podcast. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on. We'll see you next week.